Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello and welcome back to the Nutrition and Life podcast. My name is Lisa, I'm your host, and in today's Monday Motivation episode, I'm going to read from the book Tiny Habits, The Small Changes That Change Everything by B.J. Fogg. Quote number one, in order to design successful habits and change your behaviors, you should do three things. Number one, stop judging yourself. Number two, take your aspirations and break them down into tiny behaviors, not just goals. Number three, embrace mistakes as discoveries and use them to move forward. This is really a great book. If you have read Atomic Habits by James Clear, etc., I think you will also you would also like this book. Um, it does take us through just just what it means or how we really can change our behaviors long term and what's behind the motivation, internal drives, etc. And with this quote, I, of course, I I like all three points that he's making, stopping to judge ourselves, um, which we do so harshly, especially if we're not changing our behaviors fast enough or if we're um, having setbacks, if it's harder for us to kick into gear, etc., and the second one, in terms of breaking our aspirations down into tiny behaviors, I think is the most helpful one out of the three, because we often think of them um, just as like goals. Okay, well, I have my goals, and I'm going to break them down in further smaller goals, and maybe even action steps. But action steps are still different from tiny behaviors. So like an action step might be go to the gym every when Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but a behavior is like, okay, I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm doing, I'm putting out my gym clothes, um, the night before behavior would be, I'm driving to this and that gym and I've signed up to that class. So like, it's just, it's more, it's even more action based as, as to like, in my opinion, really goes into all the small little details. Um, And then in the sense of the third one that he's mentioning, embracing our mistakes and um, using them as discoveries to move forward. So, so helpful. Often we see mistakes as, again, as setbacks or as something that we failed at, that we did poorly at instead of, okay, this was meant to happen. I was meant to get a learning out of this. Why is it so hard for me to do what I'm setting myself out to do? Is there a way I can make that easier? Is there a way that I can do something different that gets me to the same place? Is there a way I can't get accountability? It's all just a discovery and a learning process. Quote number two, information alone does not reliably change behavior. This is a common mistake people make, even well-meaning professionals. The assumption is this, if we give people the right information, it will change their attitudes, which in turn will change their behavior. I call this the information action fallacy. So it might seem kind of obvious or like straightforward um but especially in weight loss like so often we think oh we just tell people what's like a good food and what's not and to an extent it is 
helpful and true. Let's just say like educating people about the importance of protein, educating people about how many calories are actually in their food and how many they should actually strive for, um, how many calories they might be burning or might not be burning, etc. So I think information is absolutely helpful. However, we do need to think about, okay, how can I get my protein to that level? Um, for instance, so instead of just giving people a protein macro, then saying, here are some high protein foods, maybe even saying, um, this is where you can buy XYZ. Um, I would recommend incorporating the protein here instead of this higher fat item. Um, maybe you can even pre-cook your chicken on Sunday so that you have something, you know what I mean? So like breaking it down even further information alone. And that's kind of where we even trick ourselves, not just professionals, because we obtain more information. We might even like read something. We might have a strategy call with someone. We might sign up for a, um, a master class or like a cert certificate or like a, a weekend seminar or whatever. And we go home with our heads full, but we don't really think about or plan out how we're really going to um, include that. And so we have the, um, we get the dopamine release from like, we feel like we've done something towards our goal when we really haven't done all that much. And that's often also even the case with um, listening to podcasts like this or reading a certain book or so. If we don't take action on them, there's really not that much coming out of them. Quote number three, so many frustrating family dynamics and workplace dramas erupt because of the mispla misplaced belief that manipulation motivation is the key to changing behavior. But now you know that simplicity is what reliably changes behavior. So let me explain. For me, that means, for example, manipulation motivation would be in a relationship kind of giving the other person your cold shoulder or treating them kind of like, no, everything's fine. No, that's all good. Or being like, like it, it can be, even if you have the discussion, if you have a, an argument and you tell them what really bothered you, um, that could still be manipulation motivation as opposed to simplicity. So for instance, as a parent, let's just say um, you feel like m manipulation motivation would be like, you can't have this until you clean up your room or um or if you don't eat your vegetables you can't eat blah 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 and so simplicity would really kind of be like okay you put the broom into that or the vacuum cleaner into the child's room and just be like hey this is going to take five minutes you know just do it whatever um or incorporating like in terms of helping someone eating better um it wouldn't be saying like oh you're you're overweight or um you really need to do something about it, what how you look and rather be like here is a nice meal i've prepared for you and it's super light or like just keep even for yourself like making things simple as opposed to tearing yourself down about this and that or why you didn't go to the gym so my three points from this book again the book is called tiny habits the small changes that change everything by bj fogg and the first point was 
well, I guess it was three points in the first point. <laughs> but what I would take mostly from that would be to stop judging yourself and um, to use all your setbacks as a discovery and learn and a lesson. Point number two would be that information alone really isn't enough. We need to plan out our tiny behaviors and um, then change them one at a time. And point number three would be to make everything, every kind of habit change that we want to initiate in in ourselves or that we want others to do, make them as simple as possible. Hopefully this was helpful. <laughs> Maybe you can relate to some of those things. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and week. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com, where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.